What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to the Dapper Villains Podcast. I'm your host, Dana Blue, and as always, joined by my co-host, Jay Such Dave. Jay, what is going on with that blue shirt, brother? <laughs> it's called the Dead Poets, and it's a... Uh, oh, I yeah. think some guy owns that exclusively in Canada, right? Like worldwide <laughs> distribution. <laughs> yeah, it's by uh, our one of our friends, uh, Dangerous world's most dangerous shirt yeah. that's all you need to that's a dangerous uh, shirt a, dangerous yeah, for the ladies that we we made and we were like i i never wore it because i i ne- don't wear prints period and uh today i pulled it and i was like well you know what i'm starting to like it uh, it's Not like bad. it's making the watch it's making the watch <laughs> pop i look like a fucking you know drug dealer i already looked like a drug dealer before the shirt but you do have a little like a uh, drug lord Latino thing going on there. Yeah, there you go. I mean, we're getting some comments uh, about <laughs> me looking like a drug lord Latino. And before we get into the show, everyone, do not forget to subscribe to the Dapper Villains podcast, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, wherever you get your podcast. And feel free if you like the show, if you love the show, leave us a five star review because that helps us get more reach, get into more people, let them hear the show, see the show. You know, and don't forget to subscribe on YouTube, Facebook. All the links are in the show notes. With that being said, we have a dope guest today. VM the model, yeah. Victor, yeah. from London. And uh, he's got a really unique dope style. He's been in the game for a long time. I'm, I'm excited to talk to him. Oh, and I think it's the uh, first time we're talking to a real model. Yeah, first time. So this would be a really unique perspective because it's it's a model. Yes. It's someone who who approaches menswear, approaches style from a completely different perspective as Absolutely. a tailor, a clothier, or a designer. So with yeah. that being said, let's let's bring Victor right in and get into it. All right, there we go. Okay, sure. uh, Victor, aka VM the model. Thank you so much for joining us here on the Dapper Villains podcast. Do me a favor and Thanks for the for listeners, me. give them a little bit of info about yourself, what you do, how you got into it, and then we'll go from there. Wow. Um, about myself, been modeling now close to 10 years, more than 10 years now, and I have been doing it, um, started off as a hobby, um, and then literally yeah, I worked it a little bit and then I started getting paid from it. Um, one of my first designers I worked for is actually Kwame Corenteng, the 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 gentleman suits that I'm wearing now. Um, we started off by doing a few pageant shows, a few fashion shows, freelancing. And then um, I got signed to an agent, Bain Models in England. And, I've, you know, from there, I've been fortunate enough to work on um, several commercial um, gigs, such as NatWest, um, did stunt work on Fast and Furious 6. You know, so I actually got to kick it with Vin Diesel, The Rock, and all them boys got kicked around a little bit but yeah um and um you know did, <laughs> you know did some advert for you know like i said carlsberg corals so it was literally you know i've been i've been fortunate you know and i don't know if i've answered that um correctly but it, it's it's i don't know if we have enough time to answer it's been a long well it's a podcast sir we got we got two hours so. <laughs> yeah, you got all the time in the world brother. Go ahead. <laughs> oh nice nice <laughs> Nice, so, nice, nice. So you do a lot of advertising yeah. work? Yeah, I do a lot of um, commercial work. For some reason, that niche seems to have um, benefited me the most. You know, a lot of um, commercial advertising. And, um, you know, I, I infuse that with um, 
bit of high fashion and um, you know uh, fashion gigs. Mm-hmm. For for like the listeners, like I mean, we already we already got crazy about how how uh, dope his outfit is before the show and made him do like the whole like showing the suit and stuff. But I mean, what are you what you're wearing right now is insane. How how dope it is! Like the attention to detail and how well it's put together yeah. when it's yeah. like it's that loud is. but it's sartorial yeah. it's yeah. still no breaking yeah, any sartorial rule at all yet you have broken all the rules you could guys <laughs> guys literally whenever when i'm dressed casual i i don't get noticed on the streets but as soon as i put on a kkbt suit my profile goes up tenfold boom i feel like a super saiyan <laughs> literally <laughs> You know, I mean, it, er, after every show, after every show we do, we tell the guests that this was the best episode, and it has been like that, right? Like it has been slow. But I would say you're single-handedly the best dressed man for uh, the the podcast so far. One hundred percent. Come on, you, that, you that, that deserves a round of applause. Thanks to you guys, man. <laughs> I appreciate it. I mean, I'm only trying to represent and uh, um, bring something to the table, you know, for, you know, yeah. something for you, something for me, something for the designer, because this is what it's all about. You yeah, know, absolutely. we need to be seen and we need to be heard. What obviously, the art is from Africa, right? Sorry, Dana. Uh, obviously, the art is from, from Africa, but like, which, is there a specific tribe or country that it's, it's from? That's, this well, Kwame himself, I'm from a Nigerian background. Okay. I'm Nigerian, so and Kwame is Ghanaian first and foremost. Um, mm. Two different parts of the uh, uh, um, two I different parts of Africa, but it's 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 West Africa though. We're both West Africans, but and there's so much rivalry between two the both um, the two countries that we we tend not to get along. But for some reason, me and him have we've gelled. We're like uh, you know jelly and bread. Literally, we're, we're you know we've literally gelled, and you know his style is from Ghana, but we share similar. Uh, um, attire similar um, like the Ankara print is something that's very common in Nigeria and Ghana but the way Kwame uh, puts it together to fit a contemporary market has been magnificent and he's been doing it now for over easily seven eight years easily and when he's been solely in the UK you know mm. and most of his audience you know he's managed to expand to from the UK to the Netherlands and yeah it's well received well accepted as well so I was just going to ask you that how well received like that style like it looks great it, it's boisterous flamboyant all that like when i think of like the british style i don't think of those words boisterous <laughs> yeah. flamboyant so it is well received well received there though yeah i mean it, it's 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 down to how you carry it you know and i'm somebody with a lot of energy and um, you know I have a lot of charisma a lot of um, a vibe so you need to have that vibration with it you can't it's not for the faint um, hearted person you know but once you're confident with it the suit work with you so you're, you go hand in hand you know and yeah it stands out and the UK audience love it you should come you know if you ever get a chance you come to one of our fashion shows it's packed out and I mean this is the cent- center of Central London, Piccadilly Circus, you know, nice. um, we normally host it there and the venue is packed because it's different, it's chic and, you know, it's not the norm, it's not the regular, you know, it's very, very different. And with my swag and my stuff, dude, we, we turn up. Yeah, hopefully we can make it uh, when people can travel again. I want to I I party with you. I think you're, I can already <laughs> yeah. kind of tell, like, you're, you're, you sound very calm and peaceful, but 
I think when you when you get the alcohol, then you're a hard party for sure. <laughs> yeah, we go. We yeah. go. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we need we need to party together. <laughs> so I, I want to talk about that. Good. I want to ask you about like that that swagger and that kind of charisma because obviously right now you're wearing something dope that that resonates with your style, your personal sensibility. As a model, though, yeah. that must not always be the case, right? I mean, as a, it's, it's not always the case. Yeah. It's not always the case. As a model, you have to know how to fit into different hats. And, you know, tell, you know um, I, I, I call it a mask. You've got to know how to wear different masks. Because mm. when, I'm in the, when I'm on set and I'm chilling with Ludacris and, 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 and um, you know, Dwayne Johnson, I, this might be a bit too much for them. So you have yeah. to tone it down a little bit. But when I'm in this sort of setting, I'm very, very much at home. And I'm trying to bring um, new new audience to 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 such uh, um, uh, you know work of art. You know, I'm I'm being an artist. That is, this is me in my own personal um, space and element, and I can be as creative as I want. But when I'm in other people's space, I have to be a little bit considerate. You know, so yeah, that's how I channel it. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, like, and also, like, how do you, you how do you keep that same charisma going? Obviously your your charisma is coming through the suit the suit's coming through you but like you said when you're casual or maybe runway where like you're on a runway and the the designer's like hey wear this and you're like oh okay you know how do you still bring that energy through how do you how do you own it um i do i own it i owned it through years of being around people who were in the game before me so learning from their footsteps you know like yeah. various models funny enough one of my um one of my um favorite model that I learned from is a female model by the name of Nasai, and she always comes no matter what you put on her she comes out bang ready to go and she's turned up you know so it's 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 art that we're creating and for that art you must know how to how to uh, um um switch it on and how to put the right type of vibration and the right type of um energy into it and most of the time is as long as you have positivity. In, 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 in what you're doing, um, it shines through and you know, that normally gets you through just in case if you don't have much to rely on, you know, um, it, when it comes to various settings like that, but positivity normally gets me through. So, and that's one thing I've always kept with me. Yeah, I think that's definitely a, uh, like, like something that most guys want to learn or could really benefit from learning because obviously you right. practice it. And so like some, someone throws a crazy outfit in front of you, no matter what, you're going to look at it, you're going to own it. Someone like me, someone like yes. Jay, when we, we yeah. get a new piece, we're yeah. like, oh, can I wear that? Is that okay? Yes, yes, yes. Like we dance. We, we have, I don't know if you've seen the Guinness advert with the Con Congo Brazzaville where they had the suits on. Like we, uh, we yeah. vibe. When we, yeah, yeah, we, we vibe like that so that, you know, because like we, we dance to try and, you know, you know fit into the suits and, 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 and get a vibe for, for you know, our, our pairs and you know we sell it to ourselves first before we bring it out to the market you know and if if if, if it works oh we're good to go we're nice. we're, we're gone <laughs> you know that's awesome man you that's a great to... question because I, I this is our first time interviewing a model yeah and most people we we interview are clothiers in specifically in bespoke tailoring so the clothes right. that they wear are clothes that were made for them and in cases right. like models, it's how do you pull out that 
you know, um, confidence or that, you know, appreciation of what you're wearing when it's not really you all the time, you know? And, and that's a very interesting uh, perspective and answer. Oh, that's a beautiful question, Joe. Yeah. yeah, that's a very beautiful question. That's a very, that's a, that's a dope question. And the only way I could answer that is, I started when I was, what, 2019 modeling? And luckily for me, me and KKBT, Kwame, we, 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 we met at that same time. And every single, every, ever since, whenever he designs his suits, he has me in mind. So he normally calls me for measurements. You know, he calls me to, to you know, I can't get too big because, you know, most models want to be, especially when you're in a commercial market, they want to be chiseled, muscular. I have to always maintain weight just because I know at the back of my mind, KKBT will be calling me for the next collection and he needs my body frame because I'm a brand ambassador for him, you know, so he needs my um, measurement and I have to always fit into his, uh, his, his, his suit style because once he gets my style, it kind of then tailors it to various people's, uh, it makes it a bit easier for him to tailor it into other people's um, uh, um, size and um, taste. You guys seem to have a really close relationship. How was how that? And like you said, you guys came up at the same time, met like right at the, both of the beginning of your career. How important has that relationship right. been for both of you to like grow and be successful? Um, that, and that's another great question. Literally, in, in such a market where, in an in a industry where you're not easily accepted, you need, you need to learn how to attach yourself to each other. You understand? I needed, I needed him as much as he needed me. You understand? And there were times where the market was quiet and all we had was each other. And because, you know, and, and, and the market didn't even know we were quiet because we, we were constantly busy. He's making suits, I'm modeling, and I'm shooting them. So, and, and we managed to get by you know through that you know because you don't get the, the adidas gigs and the corals and and the natwest calling on a daily basis so you have to stay afloat and that's how we've complemented each other over the years and we're still doing it and because of that now um i'm a great listener and i'm a, I'm a great uh, i'm very good at adapting to to situations and yeah and kwame doesn't really need to say much he just gives me a call and i'm like i know what's up i'm coming you know so yeah um just yeah. tight like that. Yeah, just tight like that. <laughs> was just it like that like from that. the very beginning, or did it grow into that? From 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 the jump, from the from jump. The jump. It, I mean, it, from the beginning, from the beginning, I wasn't a suit person. Oh. The first time I wore a suit, I wore a very very light green checkered suit with um, a pair of um, superstars. Um, I added as trainers. You know, it just yeah, like. <laughs> I, I, we still have this images, don't we, Kwame? We still have images, like, but we made it work. And he, he put the suit on me and I came out. Everybody was like, wow, VM. I was like, oh, yo, we're doing this again. We have to do this again. <laughs> you know, and ever since, you know, uh, it's been smiles. Nice. That's awesome. That's, I think it's, I think it's unusual to see a relationship that's been, that's spanned one, two careers. And also that yeah. that's so close in the industry between designer and a model. Like I know sometimes designers have models they work with mm. overall, but it really seems like you guys have like a, a collaborative sort of brotherhood. Yes. Yes. We, you know, we, yeah, have, yeah we have that brother, you know, you know, he's, he's older than me by, by a few years. He treats me like a brother, like a son, you know, so mm. um, he's a family man. 
he's a family man and i feel like you can see that through his because he has that family family uh, 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 um, vibe you know um he puts of love into his heart and that his audience gives back that love you know it's, it's hard if you ask about kwami in the streets of london it's hard it's hard to to not compliment him because first and foremost when you him he's smiling already you know <laughs> he's smiling already so you can't it's hard to attack somebody who comes with such a positive vibration you know because he's coming yeah. with a smile so yeah. what do you do from there you could compliment that with a smile you know <laughs> nice good man it's it, then i'm i'm very grateful that we got to connect because um it's it's so rare to meet someone with um you know some something new to the industry mm. um something fresh something so um i i hope i hope you guys make it all the way man like the way oswald botang you know brought in and brought in a whole yeah. you know i think i think this is the first time i've seen something like that again you know and and this is so beautiful to right. see right yeah that's a good that's a good uh, example you just said, mentioned it, the oswald botang yeah and yeah. that is that is uh, um sorry um can you hear me yeah, yeah we can hear you the connection is a bit bad yeah that is that is our mission that is you know that is our mission that is we aspire we aspire to that because yeah and i love how like it it, it you know he paved the way so there's no there's no going about that right like he paved the way he made it possible for a lot of new cats mm-hmm. to do it but mm-hmm. you guys are doing it in your own very mm-hmm. way nobody could say that oh it's like that no it's it's yeah. you it's unique it's truly right. truly and it's so well done right yeah what you're wearing and what you showed us right. before we started I, recording i've never seen anything like that yeah yeah and and we're yeah, geeks yeah. you know like we're, yeah. the, the yeah. whole reason oh, we wanted to do there's this so much podcast. exclusive stuff i mean just this year's collection he's got he's got various collection and like i was going to add what you just said there you know um yeah Oswald think you know paved the way but at the same time if you've noticed you don't really get that much blueprint in the modeling industry for you know like compared to the music industry or the 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 film industry because there's so much blue you can draw from but with the modeling there's no blueprint and best believe it has been a struggle but we needed to enjoy it to get through to to, to get to this stage because if we didn't enjoy it we wouldn't have gotten to this because there was no blueprint no guide there was no no there were, it wasn't obvious you probably have the odd one Uh, Oswald Bolting and maybe Dapper Dan you know but apart from you no know, guys like that you don't really get you don't get uh, an abundance of blueprint to to, yeah. to draw inference I mean it's so everybody to, doing the same you know, fucking thing normally you know? normally it's everybody doing the same fucking thing like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for sure we we have a friend of the show Jay Gats he's out in Atlanta and uh he's on a tear right now right. blowing up people's spots for not being original but claiming that they're doing original shit and uh you know and most people right. aren't doing original right. stuff like jay said everyone's doing the same thing and then we get you on the show and there's yep. nothing unoriginal about what you're wearing uh we're here hey. man we're here Can i see the the um, part where it's next be, to your be authentic costs because you don't get to be at the forefront like um i call it quick sugar you understand there's this authentic sugar. sugar and then there's processed sugar you understand you know the 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 true sugars you understand and what i mean by that is by us being authentic it cost us but uh, you know but we're well cemented our roots are deep very very deep so when we start to blossom it'll be hard to not um, to cut it off 
You understand? If we start to blossom, it's very, very hard to cut it up compared to people who just come in quickly, quicker mix, and there's no lineage, there's no street. You know, they die out quicker, you know? So we've been building it for some time, and, you know, hopefully we've guided you um, and, your, and a platform like yours and our platform, my platform, Kwame's platform, you know, we could bring something to the table and we could grow collectively. Absolutely, oh, man. man. That's what we're here for, is to help tell these stories, because, mm. you know, no one out, no one's going out finding the everyone's showing the same thing like like we said and it, it's not often yeah. that you see this level of kind of uniqueness and originality right it's true it's true and yeah it, it's not the norm being i mean you could remember back back in the uh 90s hip 80s hip hop being original wasn't was the norm now everything is you know like i said Humbling you know, <laughs> sounds Mumble. the same but you know you know you know i don't know i well you're in london man you know Crime is pretty but i think you'll get to this again yeah yeah, yeah. And, and that's why that's why that's why it's it's been accepted now grime grime being accepted now because everyone's tired of the same old music hmm. you know and that's why that's why I'm, Grime is being accepted, and I feel like he's the same with my type of modeling. It's one of the reasons why I haven't bailed out for some time, simply because I know I get people DMing me like, "Yo, VM, I want a model. Can I work for you?" Like, dude, I'm still trying to make it, but I'm getting I'm getting deep, you know, because you know people want people people look and aspire to 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 model, and I'm just like, I can't drop the ball now until it reaches a certain standard where a lot of people can come and draw from it and learn from it, you know, and, you know, we have to keep on doing it for the art. It is, it is art. Mm. Yeah, I mm. think a lot of people mm -hmm. sleep on modeling mm -hmm. as art, but when it's done right, right, there's like, there's like shitty modeling, right, where we, we all know what that is, but then there's modeling that really does just, I mean, half of the fucking influencers online, yeah. that's shitty modeling, right? Yeah. They're not, they didn't go through the whole process of learning how to model. They didn't it's earn just it. that they started early on the Instagram you game, understand. got a lot of followers, you... and it's, yeah. But modeling is performance art when it's done at that level. I mean, the way I needed to innovate, um, I don't think that, I don't think anyone's ever, I never, never actually thought anyone would ever have that kind of a question. Like, I needed to innovate in such a way that first and foremost, I needed to, the, the, my mental health was, was, was nice because it was changing. When I started modeling, Instagram was not around. Mm. So you could imagine um, when everybody now became a model, I'm like, yo, my market's done. There's nothing left for me anymore. Everybody became a model, mm. you know? And I'm like, yeah. I had I paid for masterclass. You know, I had to, I paid to go learn to walk, genuinely. Mm. Like, I paid to have those classes. I paid, you know, to, 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 to get mentorship, you know. And I really went, I went to tons of agencies, got rejected, still getting rejected. Mm. You understand? And I needed to show, you know, it's not, it's, it's, it's not just, I don't want the glam. I need to put the grind in. So you could imagine how it would feel for somebody who's putting that much work. And then all of a sudden, Instagram comes along, bang, I'm a model. What? You got a thick ass well, and a model all of a sudden. Last night? Dude, really? <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, 
<laughs> and and also also the business you know? gets confused, right? Like the businesses, even and when I started up in the beginning, like everybody with fucking twenty thousand followers, they will text me and like, hey, can I get free fabrics? I'll I'll post three posts for you. I'm like, well, in the beginning, I'd be like, okay, you know, send it to a couple of these guys, and they're all bullshit. Um, like they they feel like they're entitled to getting free stuff because they get a lot of followers hmm. right away. And uh, small businesses tend to uh, misunderstand that with real value, with real return, um, compared to a real model, which is like if you shoot a photo for me, I'll get eight good shots. If if uh, I let those Instagram, uh, you know, whores, I call them, but uh, the influencers go and post, they'll give me one ah! fucking shot of like oh, smile. Oh, wow. <laughs> you know, like they don't know how to model. And how will I get good pictures that are good content that I can use, you know, over and over again or for my business for multiple purposes. Yeah, and that's the art of it too. Like, like we were talking about it. It is a performance art. Like, if you've just got a thick ass and you've got some Instagram followers, and you take a few snaps, like, no one believes that you have a connection to that. But if you get someone yeah. who understands it, who mm. understands the product and builds the story with mm. it in their mind and connects to it, all of a sudden mm. the image tells mm. a completely different story. It, it tells, it tells the world. And I mean, it, yeah. Yeah. that that's value. That's art. Thank, yeah. thank you for sharing us this story, man. I never, yeah. I never looked at it this way. I, I learned something today. Yeah. It's only Monday, yeah. Jay. You can yeah. take the rest of the week Big off. Time. Big time. Yeah. You know, uh, I mean, most of the time I normally come and speak to, you know, I, you know, with this sort of situation, this is a close, close relationship. You just, you know, as much as influencers want to play a part and, and I think they just, most of the time they worry about the but for me, I'd rather speak to the designer or the crane with, so that I could get a vibe. You need that vibe. You understand and, uh, um, how much work they put into the so that you can try. You know, because once you stand and you respect that, you, I won't bring out no content if I can't reach that standard. If, if I, I won't get the content because, one, I know how much work, know what it means to you. I need to have an understanding understand your and then I would you know that relates with me because I'm on the ground and then I would want to make sure I meet you at the same frequency so we can and consistency I have constantly asked Kwame how do you want me to model it what do you want me to do on fashion shows you stand and they'll be like yo VM go there and bring out the charisma uh, um, we change our walk a little bit to almost almost a bit of dance mm -hmm. not you, you understand because that's what he wants a designer so you know you know and Compared to an influencer who just wants to just, you know, they just, they're being selfish. Just to touch on it, Lee, um, the influencer, they, they solely care about themselves, you know, and it's, it's a selfish way to represent art because art, art you know, art to me is, is you know, it's, it's working with a combination of, 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 of tools. And, and takes and you must know how to create you know it's, it's when it comes to art you know and a lot of this influencers they just worry about themselves they don't, don't really try to connect with their brand as as, as with a, a brand if i don't understand their journey journeys i would be but if i can't bring the best to the table for that for that brand then i won't i won't collaborate i won't work with them but you know Everybody has a, a, 
uh, has a difference, you know, and it's, it's not authentic, but hey, we, you know, gives me room to, um, to, to, to survive, I guess, because I'm not following everyone else's uh, methodology. Nice. Um, all right, so we have 10 questions that we ask all of our guests, uh, Victor, and these are basically oh, they're nice. just fun. They're lighthearted, right? You don't have to take them seriously. But we, want, we especially want to run through these right. with you because this will be the most unique perspective we've had on them so far on the show. <laughs> and, you know, the first one is all about fabric, right? right? Because we can't have clothes without fabric. And, you know, all of us have our favorites. But if you could only right. choose one, linen, wool, or cotton, and that's the only thing you could wear, Ooh. which would it be? Um, that's a very, very, those are good fabrics. They're all good fabrics, but I would go for linen. Linen. Lin linen has a different, a different thing. It's not, you don't see it every day, but when you see a good one, a good one, chase, chase, it's, it sits and it's, it's starched up and it's well ironed. Oh, it sits well. It sits very well. I'll go for linen. Linen. Oh man, then, then you and I, and you and I need yeah, to connect. Yeah, it allows a lot of show. through your body, and you can wear it in very weather. You know, it's you got the you got those British winters though. You still gonna rock linen in the winter? Uh, I, I I I probably would because I'd wear something a little bit. I'll probably wear a thermal underneath or something, you know. But yeah, I probably would. I probably would. Nice. <laughs> So ne next question is, do you have a favorite menswear item? Favorite menswear item? Oh, I think, I, what, just one? Yeah, just one. What's your favorite? Number one. Oh, dude. I think shoes. Shoes? Shoes, your footwear. Footwear. Shoes, shoes make footwear. the man, huh? Footwear because if I didn't, it's either the shoes or the watch. But I would go for shoes because not everybody could probably afford, um, uh, understand watches like that. So I'll go for shoes. So shoes, shoes represent, um, yeah, even on a casual basis, it still represents. I like that because you talked about like everyone can understand the shoes on that level, they can afford it. So it's an approachable, it's something more approachable to you than the watch. Right, right, nice. right. All right, this next one, this is my favorite. And uh, I, I love the answers that right. people give on this. But is it ever okay to wear denim on denim on <laughs> denim on denim, i.e. the Canadian tuxedo? What are your thoughts on that? Oh, that's – denim on denim is fine, but when you start coming out with some crazy styles, then you're, you're overboard. It's OTP now. Too much. Too much. So you can do the jeans and the shirt or jeans with a t-shirt and a jacket, but you can't be rocking the denim shirt, the denim jacket, the jeans, the denim hat with a denim bag. Jesus Christ. What is that? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that's too much. That is too much. <laughs> that is too much. Unacceptable. Unacceptable. <laughs> now, I know no, you're, you're no, British, no, so we're no, not we going to hold it against you. That's too much. <laughs> too much. Now, we know you're British, so we're not going to hold it against you if you answer a different way. But in the menswear space especially, we all think about styles of tailoring, right? British style, 
Italian, uh, the American style of tailoring, you know, and everyone's got like their favorite or they lean one way or the other. I, I, I'm looking at what you're wearing. I don't even know, like that, that's something unique all on its own. But of the tailoring that's styles- That's something different. What, and I sort of, I'm, not, I'm not even gonna put, we need to make a new lane for us. Because you, yes. you just mentioned odors of ours. You mentioned the British style, you mentioned American style, the Italian style. This is Afrocentric style. Afrocentric. Afrocentric style, you know. Tell me, tell me the, the defining it's, point so, so of it's Afrocentric. It's a different lane, you know. So, so give me those defining points. I want to understand it. The, the, the defining point of Afrocentric to me would be the core heritage, like it's the, the, the roots. You know, for example, these African prints made into a westernized suit. You understand, coming from the, 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 the material fabric, the, the prints, the style is from back home. But we, we normally we won't, we won't make them into would make them into um, um, things called Agba or um, Daki. You understand, but we've we've managed to to create a lane for us where we could actually wear it. It's not so loud. Normally, I would have like a big, almost like a big blanket or style um, in this in this sort of attire. In in this sort of um, uh, um, suit, and it's not too loud. It's not you know we can still come and we can still you know share ideas properly and not you know come across too threatening or too uh, uh too loud or too scary for for you know because the afro the after can be a little bit misconstrued hmm. can be misconstrued so you know we've we've toned it down a bit so so this is you know i don't know if I did that you know if, if you understood what i was trying to say there absolutely absolutely now is are there specific cuts? So, like, you've got the suit on. How would that suit be cut in the Afrocentric style? Like, like, or is it whatever cut you're comfortable with? Are there, like, specific type of uh, tailoring points that you would pull into it? Uh, tailoring points? Um, I mean, with this particular suit, to say, uh, I don't know, the stitching, uh, the, the lapel, you know, uh, uh, the, I mean... Those those are points that the the designer put into in you know would have in you okay. know would consider when 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 uh, when cutting suits like this. Yeah, well, I event I think uh, we're gonna definitely so talk to the, to your partner uh, at some point because we want to definitely dive into that. That's dope as fuck. Um, now right, he, he, would, he would give you a well detailed uh, insight. Nice, I can't wait. We're definitely having him on on a future episode for sure. Accessories. Do you have for a sure. favorite one? For sure. For sure. Oh, favorite accessory. Oh, you're going you're gonna to laugh at this. You're going to laugh at this. Favorite accessory, I would condom. You can't dress this and not be prepared. <laughs> <laughs> That's the most honest answer we've had. Oh, most man. Honest. I mean... That's my least favorite accessory. You know. <laughs> <laughs> well, you gotta have one, man. You can't dress this and not have. You have to be. <laughs> you gotta be ready. 
When you look that fly, you have to be ready at all times. It, it makes it makes me believe in you God be every time. All times. <laughs> Dude, I told you this is different. It's different. This 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 sort of attire is problem. Like literally, I transform when I wear these tires. You know, when I wear when I wear when I'm dressed in this dap dap dap. Um, that that our apparels, oh, dude, it's a different vibe. That you know, the energy you get is different, and the women look at you different. The women will tell you that different because they genuinely they like a man in a suit. So you could picture James Bond in a normal black white suit. They already die for him. Or then imagine if you're not able to blend your colors in a suit. Yeah. You're gone. It's all right. It's all right. Yeah. You're getting the number straight up. So you better make sure you have accessory with you. <laughs> you know, <laughs> got to accessorize, got to accessorize. Now, er earlier when we were talking about the item, you talked about like shoes and like you, you kind of back and forth with watch. A lot of guys focus, especially in the sartorial world, focus on their watches. Right? They have a collection, they get into it. How on point do you think a, a guy's watch game should be? You see. It's, it's it depends on on the observer, you know, because and it depends, you know, it's, it falls down to the observer, the person looking, and also the person buying uh, the watch or the person wearing the watch. That I say, simply because the person wearing the watch needs to understand their budget, their their, their wallet. Mm. It's all down to your wallet, you know, and you know, the person looking at it needs to know. The kind of person you know needs to needs to uh, critically analyze the watch. You know, there's some watches. You know, watches speak. They speak volumes. You know, I, I could. You know, I've been on sets where guys are wearing just more twenty pound Nike trainer and denim jeans. They've got like a a, a, a day date on, or they you know a Rolex. Audemars, you understand? You know, those are the top dogs on on the production set. You know, and you you have some they dress elegantly but you see them with a Casio and you're just like, yeah, this guy's got um history's got you know, you know, he's got class, you know, it the vibe with, with with authentic um brands. You know, they they, they don't wear the it, you know, it, it, I don't know, this it's about the person buying it and the person observing. Mm -hmm. You know, so it, yeah, it matters. And with me I as the person wearing it. And I respect them for how they wear, you know. Nice. That's a great answer, right? Because how you wear answer. it. Yeah. yeah. It's not about the piece. It's about how you wear yeah. it, what you do with it. I love that. I love that, man. How you wear it, yeah. And Is what there a you style do icon you most look up to? Sorry, what was that question? Is there a style icon that you most look up to? Style icon. Oh, Dapper Dan. Dapper Dan. Nice. Dapper American Dan. icon. Yeah. I'm, I'm surprised he's yeah, not because you know, more. I like... Uh, because Dapper Dan is the man. Right, because... And he brought a lot of people together. You know, yeah. he brought the streets with the corporate, you know, and he brought them into one room. 
eventually, you understand? And if if not for Dapper Dan, if I don't say Dapper Dan, I'll probably say Kwame, for example. But then he's not an icon. Kwame's not yet an icon. You understand? But Dapper Dan is an icon in my eyes because he's doing what we're doing on a bigger scale. But we're just at a, you know, at a lower scale of it. You know, he's bringing different, different communities together. And he did that through fashion. And that's mm. dope. Yeah. Mm. And I don't think there's no one who doesn't know who Dapper Dan is. Mm. And, mm. You know, and like, I'm a hip hop fan. So, you know, I know Dapper Dan Likewise. from when I was growing up and like all the people would drop his name in, in bars, you know, and then, you know, even now, like we talked to a hip hop journalist on the show, Justin Hunt, a couple months ago, and like he was right. talking about Dapper Dan and his influence on hip hop and style, but overall on a larger culture. Just like you said, he brought people together, not just the streets, but the corporate world, the you know, the high, the whole couture world as well. Right, 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 definitely, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. funny we were talking with Justin about how Dapper Dan was like sort of bootlegging stuff at the time but now like the the bootleg style of dapper dan has sort of become like this high style like follow on like he came full circle from like bootlegs all the way to hook couture himself i don't think anyone else mm -hmm. has done that mm -hmm. you gotta break the rules to make the damn right you gotta break the rules to make the rules <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. You were talking before about like if you go out in your casual style, no one really like no one pays attention, right? But if you're out there in in Kwame stuff, if you're out there rocking that, then everyone's turning their head. For for an average guy on a daily basis, how formal do you think they should be? How formal? Um, not too formal. Depend on what your what your purpose is, you know, because. It depends on the, on the uh, yeah, it depends on the, the individual's purpose, you know. Um, sometimes it's very, you don't want to be noticed. Sometimes mm -hmm. you don't want to be noticed. So it's, 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 it's good, you know. Uh, it, and it depends on your, your, your energy on the day, you know. Uh, yeah. Nice. I mean, I, li I, like, I, like, I like not being noticed sometimes as a model. Um, but I already stand out already because my hair is chic. My hairstyle is chic already. But um, I know people. I have I have friends in you know who I chill with in in, in the urban side of, of of London, Shoreditch, and Shoreditch is very urban centric, you know. And and the style, there's people there with various styles, and people just stop, to just take pictures of them. And sometimes I'm rushing to to, to a meeting. I really, <laughs> you know, that's too, you know. You say it depends on on the purpose, you know. Um, nice. So yeah. I don't, I don't like being too formal, but, I, you know. Let me ask you, what you're wearing now, would you consider it formal or just stylish? Um, what, what I'm wearing right now or what I wore to the interview, to, to the what, meeting? What you're wearing right now, that, that dope suit? Oh, this is, this is stylish. This is stylish. Like, my purpose for this would be literally, I'm just going to go stop traffic. You see me out <laughs> in the streets now, my purpose would be to go stop the traffic, literally. <laughs> cause the city to shut down right right you understand so the purpose matters you understand so you know nice man now i see that you got a dope little collar up there right nice style but a lot of guys love the tie right where do you stand on the tie issue to tie or not to tie 
Oh, oh. to tie. Tie. To tie. Yeah, to tie. Because then you're bringing it all in, you know, fully clean. That's that final touch? Yeah, that final touch. That polish? Yeah. Icing on the cake, that cherry. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that cherry. How do you, what type of tie do you like to rock? How, how do you go with it? Um, what's, 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 normal, uh, is it a straight necktie? What sort of tie do we normally rock with? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's normally this, is it, yeah, is it bow tie? Just straight, straight, straight. It's normally straight, straight. Yeah, it's normally a straight tie we normally use most of the time. I've used bow ties as like, well. Um, so I, I prefer like, a straight uh, un tie. Unlined, unlined neckties, lined or, you know, threefold, sevenfold, thirteenfold. Nah, nah, that's too much. Simple. Just a simple one fold would do me. You know, not, sometimes just leave it, leave it straight, but just have it in between your, uh, um, your inner jacket, yeah. Yeah, your waistcoat, and you're good to go. Oh, mm -hmm. nice, my man. Keeping it simple, keeping it classy. Simplicity cuts it the most. I try to be as simple as possible, but with a small, small sassiness. You know? A little something, something. Yeah, yeah, not too loud, not too too loud. Now, are there any, are there any movie characters that you think uh, have their style game on point? Movie character that have their style game on point. Um, I say Eddie Murphy in his prime. Nice. Who just said Boomer uh, the Murphy other finished. day? Frank. Frank just said. Yeah, Eddie Franklin. Murphy. Franklin Moss was talking about Eddie Murphy and Boomerang. How important yeah. the style game was in that movie. Harlem Nights. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, Harlem somebody Nights. Somebody talked about right? Harlem Nights as well. I've, see, I, before doing the podcast, I never looked at Eddie Murphy as a stylish guy or like a – but then, you know, as, as you see more, you're like, oh, shit, Eddie Murphy was very stylish. And yeah. he was very bold, like yeah. the red suit, uh, the stripe with that yellow stripe and red suit. I mean, who, nobody can pull that off. And it was so done 90s. very elegantly. Yeah, yeah. Which which yeah. movie, Eddie yeah. Murphy? Which movie did you like? Um, uh, Beverly Hills Cops. I enjoyed that one. His style on that one, you know. Uh, yeah, I enjoyed him. Boomerang as well, and Coming to America. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yes. Coming to America. Prince Hakim. Aren't they doing a, a sequel to that? <laughs> Allegedly, allegedly, your royal penis is. <laughs> <laughs> so, what do you have going on right now? I know that yeah. you're you're over in the studio, but like, are you working on any big projects? What's up? Um, yeah, um, I'm just again collaborating with um with various brands. So, if you guys have any brands that you think would suit my style i would be very very uh um, keen on working with them. yes i mean i'm so done. i'm so done and i'm happy that I managed to share this platform and have a build a relationship um i'm constantly working with kwami um i've constantly just um i've signed a two-year two-year deal with kwamaron which is a french cognac company um in france and so i feel like that brand you know so you could imagine a cognac in a nice mansion with a Kwame suit, for example. So that's a good collab, you know, yeah. hopefully with dope images. So, you know, imagine having a glass of XO or VSOP cognac, you know, complementing a suit, with a, you know, that would be a good collab. 
you know, for myself as a model and for um, my um, uh, my brand, the brands I work with. So I've got that going on. I've managed to um, secure a little deal with a company in the UK called Brushbox. Um, it's almost like a vegan, a vegan sort of um, toothbrush, um, recycle, recycle um, a toothbrush that you could recycle and um, you know help the community as well in terms of it's a wooden toothbrush, so you have to use it every two months. You know you have two months to use it and then you change it and okay. you know reduces the plastic from the sea. Yeah, so I've got that brand going on. Um, what else? And I'm, I'm shooting my own content as well. Um, I'm working with a, a, a commercial stylist called Noir Nice. Um, it's a UK British stylist. Um, he styles models and he styles um, um, artists, musicians. You know, in um, in con you know commercial brands such as Machino, um, D Squared. So yeah, I've worked with him. But that's nice. what I have going on. So you're just keeping busy, man. COVID hasn't slowed yeah. you down at all. You have to. Oh no, no, we don't know what COVID is over here, man. That's a pandemic. I think. I think it's a pandemic. Yeah. <laughs> pandemic. It's a it's a Chinese conspiracy. American conspiracy at this point. American. Oh, I, I I don't know. I'm still waiting for the for the for the truth of the matter to, to surface, you know. But um, you can't stop. You can't let that scare you. You know, you yeah. can't let that scare you. Jay and I launched Dapper Villains in the in the midst of uh, right at the beginning of the pandemic. Yeah, I mean, wow. the pandemic I, has been I, very productive. Yeah, it's been good for us. Right. Has it slowed you down? Has it slowed you down? It made me go faster. Yeah, it made us go faster. For sure. It did. It did. And if you're somebody who knows how to work for yourself and you've got your own initiative, it, does, it doesn't stop you. It doesn't stop you. Yeah, I think, you know, like you said, like if you know how to work for yourself, I think being a model, right, especially in today's world, you, you basically are an entrepreneur. You're your own business. Yeah, 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 Dan, you're so right. And I'm so happy. Um, in a way, I wasn't signed to a, to a top 10. You know, I'll probably sign in the top 20 agents in the country. I'm so happy um, I wasn't signed to a top 10 because a lot of those guys during the COVID, even prior to the COVID, they were benched. They weren't being used. You were on the boards, but you weren't being used. And you got overheads. You understand? I, I live in London, like one of the biggest cities in the world. You understand? And fast growing. You know, you have to survive. You can't oh. survive. Yeah, I'm here. I'm here. Okay, so yeah, we yeah. lost you at, uh, you were saying you got to survive. Oh, yeah, I will I'm survive. <laughs> you know, hey, I'm, hey. I mean... Man, I still like your answer about condoms being favorite accessory. I think that will top the list of best co best answer still, ever. Yeah. About that, I'm, I'm still thinking about that. Dude, I dropped, I dropped I dropped a DM uh, to your Instagram and also Kwame's Instagram. We better connect because uh, I'm gonna send yeah. you some fucking fly ass fabrics from England and nice. uh, we'll connect. Nice. Jay just sent you a DM. Um, so I need to send to me a DM. So and he he wants to connect, you know. And you're gonna like Kwame energy, you know. He's very very, you know. He taught me how to be, you know, how to be more professional. He's mm. so like if it's on, if it's if it's if it's if it's connected with you, you're good, you're good. Yeah. And he's taught me how to discipline myself and how to, you know, how to, yeah yeah. I've learned a lot from him, and yeah, you're gonna enjoy it. Trust me, you know. Cool, nice. Well, Victor, man, I want, I want to wrap this up because we are having some connection issues and, you know, right. but like, I, I really just appreciate your time. I'm also going to DM Kwame just so I can uh, connect with him and get him booked for the show. 
But thank you so sure. much, man, for taking the time to talk to us and, and just being dope as fuck. Yeah. Now, thank you guys. Thank you guys. No, it, you know, I really, really appreciate this sort of moment because, you know, we've been waiting for so long to just to, to get a look in and to have your platform, Jay, that oh, we appreciate it because, you know, it shows that, you know, we're, we're heading the right way and yeah, there's no stopping us and keep pushing, you know, because if I see your work and you're pushing, it motivates me wherever I am. Mm. So now that we've met, if we follow each other on social media or, you know, Whenever I yeah. go back and listen to this interview, I'll be like, yes, I know, I know some two cool guys at different parts of the world, and they're just chiseling away, so I have to continue chiseling, you know? So, thank no, you. No, thank on, you only one much. cool guy. Dana is okay. Dana, Dana's just mediocre. No, yeah, J- Jay's <laughs> uncool as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, oh, Victor, man, thank you so, so much. My you brother. Know, uh, my man. What's all your social? Thank Let us know real quick and we'll throw it in the show notes. Your, your Instagram, your um, Facebook, whatever you got. Yeah. The socials are VM the model. VM the And that's me on Facebook. That's me um, on Instagram. That's me on Twitter. You know, on, no, on Facebook is Victor VM the model. Momo. So I needed to, um, you know, you, you have a Facebook page. So it's different from the actual Facebook. Facebook itself. So there's Victor VM the model Momo is my Facebook page, but on Instagram is VM the model, Twitter, VM the model. Um, and I'm always on it, just trying to release some dope content uh, content and vibe with everybody. Awesome, man. Thank you so much. We'll be in touch. Have a great day, Thank brother. You, sir. Thank you. You take care. Bye. Bye. Jay, man, what a dope episode. I mean, we had some connection issues, but damn, that was great. Yeah, man. I mean, he gave he gave some very unique answers, especially um, what's what's his favorite accessory, condom. Um, <laughs> and and he he did bring it back to the sartorial world, which is yeah. like if you dress fly as fuck, if you're that dapper, man, you got to bring condoms because. I, I just, there you go. From the beginning, man, it's funny because we we start out the episode and like his video's not on. I'm like, you turn on the video, and as soon as he does, it's like boom, like so stylish like he's on point yeah like, why did you have your video yeah. on to begin with yeah you're just gonna dress and, like uh, that and sit there with no video on and he he was uh very what do you say like clear that uh, he, he even said that you know he dressed up for the show and stuff. yeah so we we always appreciate that you know like even though when the host you know is wearing a t-shirt um yeah, my <laughs> today, man. i'm sweating my balls off <laughs> working in the studio with no no air con i'm dying <laughs> you know what i hate most about covid is that you know you see all these late night tv show hosts mm. show how bad they dress when they're casual mm. like i understand you're not gonna wear suits because of the pandemic but why show how terrible you dress casually yeah i think you know some of these guys could definitely up their casual game right I mean, or maybe not do casual at all. Like people are used to you wearing suits just because there's no audience in the room. You know, why are you? No pants option. Yeah. So why not still wear your suit? Like it's, I don't understand it. Or why do you do your casual so fucking bad? Like Mm. whatever happened to all your stylists and shit. Maybe rehire your stylist uh, so that they can get some jobs during COVID and Get you, you know, ever, ever thought of that like i mean these things are on U- youtube like i see jimmy fallon and 
um, Trevor and everybody is dressed terrible. Trevor's just rocking t-shirts. Jimmy Fallon, I cannot stand. Like it's like it's like a sweater on top of I, I don't know what the fuck. Yeah, it's like middle of summer in New York. <laughs> He's wearing a sweater. Yeah. But but yeah, I mean, I appreciate it when somebody's like like that. I think he was the best dress ever. Yeah, onto sure. on the show. For yeah. sure, he turned it up. Turned up to eleven. Yeah, yeah. seems There's, like a fun guy, man. I love to hang out that with style, him. That style, that Afrocentric style that he was talking about, is dope. So unique. We got to do more. I think we got to do more. We had Palma last week. Uh, we, we, we should do more uh, with Afrocentric style. We'll, we'll try to book Kwame out for a week or two. See if we can make sure that he has a better connection. Yeah. yeah. yeah that was definitely, that was a, uh, I mean, that style is just so unique. And like what they're doing is so cool. It's like, it's sartorial, it's street, it's Afrocentric. It's, uh, it's like, it hits so many points. I think maybe, maybe with Kwame, it's about time that we, like i think what he can do which is like very informative is is like to break it down and show mm. what's his suit you know like to have that suit in that room and just yeah. like kind of show us what it is yeah so I'll, um, I'll touch base on we'll try to set it up man what what a good episode though yeah man, great really out of left field so good so good yeah i, I wish right, the man. connection was better because i i would have talked to him for hours yeah yeah all right with that being said until next time everyone stay dapper stay villainous (laughs) 